Welcome to the PS2 podcast. I'm here with Nazir, and I also am here with Isaac Simpson, Andrew Purnell, and Will Maurer. And today we're going to be talking about how Nas is a member of the CHS varsity basketball team and their very successful season and just going more in depth about certain parts of it. Um, so the first question is going to be, could you walk us through the approach to beating Albemarle? We know that was a crazy back and forth game. You guys were down at the beginning and you guys pulled it out in the end by I think four points. So like, what were your thoughts before and after that game? Um, so before the game, me and Aiden had really had a heart to heart conversation because uh, as everyone knows, uh, Albemarle has been beating us for the past two years nonstop. I think we lost Albemarle four games in a row before we beat them. So uh, at that point before the game, we just, like, were in the health room and we were, like, talking for, like, an hour. We are like, bro, like, this is our last year. Like, this is our last chance to actually, like, beat Almaro at CHS. And, like, it was just, like, very emotional. I don't know. It was just, as you can tell, like, it's a crosstown rival. And, you know, emotions play a, a huge factor in that win, you know? Yeah. So what are some, like, certain things you think that you did better than them to end up pulling out the W in that game? Um, so I think that we shot well. <laughs> I think that we shot well better as a team. Uh, our field goal percentage was definitely way better than Al Morrow's. Uh I feel like we ran, uh, we ran a triangle in two defense. So basically we took out uh, their two star players, uh, Ben Wesson and Wesley Gobbs. Um, we didn't allow them to shoot the ball. And uh, their role players – don't really have opportunity to shoot the ball because those guys kind of like kind of hog the ball so they were like more so stunned in the position to shoot the ball so they were just missing a lot of shots and we capitalized off that a lot um, um hello i'm isaac simpson and this year uh, walk us through like what, what, what were some of your favorite highlights from the Almar game like as a team or like solo highlight or what uh I want to say one of my favorite highlights was probably Aiden Yates glassing Ben Wesson. Um, that was like one of the craziest moments because I just remember Ben Wesson of Albemarle. He was uh, going up for a layup and Aiden just like went to the rim and just glassed it and like deleted his shot. And I like <laughs> I couldn't hold myself back from like laughing mid game. Um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, like bro, like um, it's just so ironic because like they're. They were, like, really close friends. They played on the same AAU team, and I don't know. We've been talking trash to Almar for months, so to see it, like, see Aiden, like, actually block his shot was, like, funny. Um, yeah, those were one. That's probably my favorite highlight. Um, yeah, other than the two threes, but, yeah. Andrew Purnell, um, how does it feel to be undefeated, and how far do you guys think you're going to go in the playoffs? Well, right now – um, it feels great to be undefeated. I think that um, nobody ever would have thought that we'd have been undefeated because of our neutral record or like more so neutral record last year. Uh, I feel like the chemistry of this team is just unmatched from any other team in the Central Virginia area. Uh, and I think that in the playoffs, I feel like we're going to go far. I feel like as if we can also go undefeated the whole regular season. And I think we can make it to the state championship. I mean, we're ranked 14th in the state of Virginia. We're ranked first in our division for the state championship game. So um, I think we go a long ways if we just keep playing and stay humble.
and uh, continue to play basketball. So what would you say is your biggest improvement from last year's team to this year? Um, as I said earlier, our biggest improvement is probably the team chemistry. Um, last year, you know, uh, we had a couple seniors, Keyshawn Hill, Angus Monroe, and uh, Jeremiah Walker. But the fact was that um, I love Keyshawn to death, and you know, that's my guy, but Keyshawn was a little bit of a ball hog. And Angus um, is one of my good friends. I was playing basketball with him yesterday, too, but he didn't want to, like, he just didn't embrace his role. Like, he um, felt as if he was the go-to guy at some point in the season. And um, I feel like this year people understand their roles. Like, we understand that Aiden is um, the guy, and we understand that Luca is the guy. And me and Jacoby, and Jacoby understands that he's a pass-first guard, you know. And I understand that I have to play defense and shoot threes whenever Aiden can't shoot if he's getting face guarded. It's just we all understand each other, and we've been playing basketball with each other since, uh, like, ninth grade, you know. Even though Aiden was on varsity, I mean, we played a couple AAU tournaments with Aiden. We played the Y every day, and we're all really, like, just best friends. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Will Maurer, and going back to the Almar game. So there's, like, less than a minute left. You guys are up three points and you foul Ben Weston shooting a three. How are you feeling when he steps up to the line and he has a chance to tie the game? Oh my God. So, bro, I was, I remember that. I think uh, I think what it was was I was guarding Ben and Aiden's man set a screen and Aiden had like, like, like stepped up to the screen. Ben had kind of like blown past Aiden a little bit because me and Aiden switched and Aiden had his hands straight up in the air and they called a foul. Actually, I have the video. It was crazy. Um, it was not a foul, but they called it, and I was just thinking, like, oh my goodness, like he he like is gonna hit these, like, like yeah. bro, like I was like in a source in a sense, like about to start crying. I was like, bro, like there's no way we're about to lose this game. Like there's no way he hits these. If he if he hits this, like I don't I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this. Like I was just shook. So were you anticipating going to overtime? Yeah, I felt as if we were gonna go to overtime. Uh, yeah, I really thought we were gonna go to overtime. Uh, Cause Ben is just, I don't like, I don't want to glaze or anything, but Ben is just like, he's like Aiden. Like he's just uh, one of the best players in the district. He's a very good three point percentage and a very good free throw percentage. <clears throat> so like, he'll knock down those free throws from time most of the time. But the environment in CHS is unmatched at times. Yeah. Um, so kind of earlier you were talking about how everyone knows their role and I think that this is is something a lot of teams struggle with and a lot of players want to go out and like I'm going to get my buckets and I'm going to like play for myself and as long as I do good get this amount of points or whatever that I feel successful like that's how a lot of people think but it seems like you guys are more like you know who's your main shooters who does what and so you guys care more just about winning than getting your individual Accolades. Stats or whatever. So, like, I don't know. But was that hard to, like, establish over the years? Or is that just something that you guys have? I mean, it's just, I don't know. Something is just special with this team. I I think we all just understand. We just know our, our strengths and weaknesses um, because we've been playing together for so long. And we're just, like, as Aiden said in his scrimmage play interview, just really best of friends. Um, we hang out with each other every day. And that's, I feel like most teams don't <coughs> – have like friendship as as much friendship as we do so yeah like we like genuinely 
like each other on and off the court. And um, we uh, are very honest with each other. And we tell, like, Aiden will tell his teammates their weaknesses and what they have to improve on. And when game time comes, like, we'll understand that, like, I might not be able to, I might not be the best ball handler. So I understand that I have to let Jacoby be Jacoby because he's the best ball handler on the team. And I understand that I might be the second best three-point shooter on the team because Aiden's the first. So if I'm open and Aiden's open, I'm going to give Aiden the ball first because he's a better shooter than me. And so um, I just think the relationship of friends really, like, impacts our success on the basketball court. And it's uncanny. It's like weird. Um, kind of going back to your team chemistry and all that. Like, do you think that um, it's like the mental game or the physical game is more is more important when you're preparing for your games? You know, like big games. You know, like it's better to be pre- prepared mentally or physically. That is a good question. Um, I want to say now, like I used junior year, I used to really think it was more of a mental thing. Um, maybe I don't know. I it's like. I, maybe it is still a mental thing um, because – or maybe it's not. I don't really think of the game as, like, the game anymore. Like, I used to get, like, butterflies, and I used to feel, like, really nauseous before games. But now, since I've been there and done that, I just, like – I treat it as if I'm playing basketball at the YMCA with my best friends. Real, like, because, you know, I just – like It's kind of like what it is, you know, like, it, you're, like you're good friends. Yeah, it's like my mom, like, really uh, – I remember last year, my mom really, like, put the pressure on me. She was like, why are you playing like that? Like, why are you playing so nervous? Like, it's just, you've been playing this game your whole life, you know? And so, yeah, I, I, you could say it's more of a mental thing when, before you're playing a game, because you just have to think of it as just YMCA basketball. Like, it's normal basketball. Just go back to your roots. You just go back to my roots. So, in the locker room and at halftime, when you guys had a super close game, what was the coach telling you guys in between? Oh, the infamous, infamous Coach Miner. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of nasty things. Uh, he was being uh, honest with us. He was telling us that, uh, like you you know these guys, like you know these people that you're playing against. You know how to extort their weaknesses, and you know that you can win this game. He uh, and quite frankly. Uh, I mean, he was telling the truth, you know. Yeah, he uh, the way he just like I don't even know how to explain it. The way he says stuff is just so rude, but it's uh, like it's honesty. Like you need honesty to be on a like a team, you know. Like you have to tell the truth, and I feel like he does a good job of telling the truth. Um, but yeah. So, what role does Coach Miner play in your team chemistry? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he gave me and Jacoby a chance to really like impact the starting lineup last year. So I guess he plays like a like a a little role. I wouldn't say he plays a big role. I feel as if um, what really plays a big role in our team chemistry is um, Polo Hill and Nasir Lindsey leaving. Uh, their senior year, my junior year, I remember because Polo and Nas they were uh, they were starters, so that means they would have started last year, and that means that uh, me and Jacoby wouldn't have an opportunity to start. Like Jacoby wouldn't have been the starting point guard, and that wouldn't have helped them 
develop and like have a better have better chemistry with Aiden and Luca. And if Nas would have never left, then Nasir would have Nas would have started, and Angus would have been on the bench, and then I probably wouldn't even made the team. Like who knows? So I feel as if they them leaving really helped our chemistry out a lot, and um, I feel like Coach Miner played a, a a partial role because he allowed me and Jacoby to like he gave us opportunity to see like how we all play together, you know? Yeah. Um. So I think a lot of people obviously. A lot of Albemarle kids were at the Albemarle game, a lot of Charlottesville kids. It was packed, like everyone knows how that game went. But I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize is the Orange game at Orange, because I was at that game. Um, there obviously wasn't a lot of Charlottesville people there, so a lot of people don't know. But so we finished our JV game, and then we went up to watch, and their JV team wasn't too good. So I don't know if you guys like were expecting them to be that good, but you guys came out, and I don't remember his number, but this one kid on their team had like, 13 points in the first quarter, and he was hitting a ton of threes. And you guys were down, when I left, it was the second quarter, you guys were down like 12. And I was like, they have not been down like this yet, yeah. this whole season. And so um, it was usually you guys that were up by that amount, but you guys bounced back and got the win. I don't think a lot of people talk about that game, but how do you guys handle that when you guys get shocked like that at the beginning, when you obviously, I don't think you expected them to be that good. And also that one, like when one player is really like, Killing. Playing really well for their team. Um, oh, I can <laughs> I can tell you about that game. A lot of people don't talk about that game. That game was a uh, a little weird. So what happened was I can't remember if the kid was wearing number one. Number one, it might have been on Orange County, or it might have been one or ten. Like this blonde kid, like six yeah. two, curly hair. Oh my goodness! Like he was hitting everything. Um, our mentality was that like we saw y'all blow them, like kind of blow them out a little bit. And I was like, we were like, oh, yeah, like, we kind of slept on them. Um, we thought that it was going to be an easy game going in, but they kind of shook us, as you can say. Um, they face-guarded Aiden the whole game, and Aiden got into a little bit of foul trouble. But, again, the thing is, like, um, our team chemistry is so good that um, it allowed us to back, bounce back because I just remember I hit 1-3, and my teammates know – that like once I hit one three like I'm going so I just remember me hitting uh four threes that game in like the span of the second quarter at the end of the second quarter um yeah I think uh going back to people knowing their role like once Aiden goes out the game it's like give the ball to Luca if Luca can't get a bucket then kick it back out and we'll work for a three pointer you know um I don't understand how we like got shocked like that from the get go. It was kind of weird, but just the team, the team chemistry. Like I keep going back to it, but it's just like what allows us to bounce back from time to time because we understand each other's roles and we understand to give it to the hot hand, even if our leading scorer isn't scoring the ball. Like I might be having a great night, or Luca might be having a great night. So we all understand and to give them the ball, and not be selfish. You know, like we're not just gonna keep giving Aiden the ball just because he's our best player. Like, if he's getting locked down, he's getting locked down. Somebody else has to score. And so um, we're not really, like, trying to just get ours. We want to win as in, in a whole. Yeah. As of, la like, since, like, last year, you know. So kind of going back to the, uh, the Almar game, the student section was obviously very, like, a lot of it was packed, you know. Shout out Black Knights. 
it was uh, you, know, you feel the excitement, you feel the tension. <laughs> you personally, as a player, do you think that having like a good student section, you know, people who are like invested in the game, can help the team's performance overall? And like also having the opposing team have a large student section, like do you think that will like hinder your performance? I definitely do think that having a big student section and like advances our game and. The other team having a student section too, like messes with your game at times. It depends who you are, though. Depends like what what type of player you are. Like uh, for a player like Marjalen, like if you're yelling mean things at him, it's gonna get in his head. But me, like um, I have friends sort of uh, distribute out through the district. So like I have like my friends are just yelling mean things at me, and I'm just like ignoring it because like they're my friends, you know. And so like if I just see a friend in any like away game crowd. I don't really uh, pay mind, um, but Black Knight Nation did play a, f a big factor in that win because they just got us like amped up. Like if you if you like like after Aiden had that last free throw to like she to put us up by four and it was like one second left on the clock, you could just see me waving at the crowd to come storm the court in the uh, skirmish play video. So they definitely do play a, a factor because like. I don't know. They mess with the other team's head. They like get me hyped. They get my adrenaline pumping. They make me want to keep playing, you know, because it's like in a sense I'm fighting for my school. And with all the negativity that's been going around about our school lately, you know, I just want to make our school be as positive as it can be. And seeing students um, like hype and have passion and pride for their school just makes me want to play the game way more harder. So going back to the chemistry, you guys obviously look great on the floor. You're dominating a lot of the teams. What would you say is one of your biggest weaknesses, something you guys have to work on? Our biggest weakness. Um, our biggest weakness is probably two things. Probably our bigs, like being a little bit slower. Um, our bigs are very skilled, like Marjin and Luca are very skilled. Um, but they could be a lot faster. I think that um, I could be a better dribbler. Like, um, I'm shooting 46% from the three-pointer, and my free throw is okay. And my field goal is all right, but I feel like I can be a better dribbler. Um, Aiden is just Aiden, you know. <laughs> doesn't really have a weakness, and Jacoby doesn't really have a weakness besides, um, I think sometimes he just needs to shoot the ball a little more um, from time to time. And then the biggest weakness overall is really getting the younger guys to, like, kind of get into that, like, mindset or mode that they're actually on varsity. Um because, like, uh, if you notice, we don't really have a deep bench. Like, I mean, we have a deep bench, but we don't have a very skilled bench. Like, there's only <laughs> two players that are going to go in the game, and I feel like um, like potentially some of the JV kids are better than some of the varsity bench. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's really, like, a big weakness. Like, I remember <laughs> – uh, well, Lucas, do you remember what, what week was it? Uh, like, the first week of practice? Uh, what happened? Um, JV, y'all like walked in the gym 
Oh, and y'all just crush y'all. y'all like, just no, cr- not you guys. Not not saying, the starters, but the, our second the bench, team, yeah. the bench. Like y'all just crushed the bench by like, like ten points. Oh my goodness, it was like, bad. It was so bad. I was like, like Coach Minor was like, you should be ashamed of yourself saying that you're a varsity caliber player and you just let them walk in your gym and beat you. Yeah, and he fun. was like, I might as well put some of y'all play. I mean, I might as well like switch up JV and, and varsity bench. Like, I just remember like watching that and I was just like, dang, like that is crazy. I was yeah. like, I don't, know. I don't know. But they still play a role on your team, right? Like, no matter what, everyone on the team plays a role, whether it's just practice or. I mean, they definitely do. They uh, they allow us to simulate like game-like situations in practice, like, and they allow the starters to like develop their game more. Um, and while they're helping us develop their game, they're also developing their IQ. You know, like yeah. they're furthering their basketball knowledge just by being around the starters and by being in a varsity setting. Um, I feel as if um, Coach Miner said, uh, what did he say? He said that sometimes you risk the lack of skill you'll gain on varsity for a better advancement of your IQ. So, like – some of the varsity players won't gain that much more skill because I feel like JV is more focused on skill. Like, y'all do more drills. Yeah. But um, you're on varsity for a reason, so you do something. At least at least you do something good, you know? So yeah. you're furthering your IQ. At Like, you'll get better at what, you, at what you do individually right there, but you're not, like, progressing, like, your whole skill set as awesome. well as JV. Like, JV, you – you're advancing your whole skill set, but your IQ isn't like it's kind of like advancing, but not as a at yeah. a rapid rate yeah. as you do on varsity. So these early close games against Orange and Almaro, they're very high pressure in like the first half of the season. Do you think having experience in those type of games is going to help you in the playoffs at the end of the season? Um, for sure. I feel like uh, if we can handle pressure, we can beat anybody, and the state of Virginia. Well, in the public schools. <laughs> there is a couple private schools I don't yeah. want to cross the line with, but um, I think we can beat like almost any public school in the state of Virginia. I feel like we can win our state championship. Oh, wait, one public school. No, um, John Marshall. <laughs> Not John Marshall, but... Are they 3A, too? They're th- they? We're 4A. They're 2A. Oh, we're 4A. I know. Yeah, they're just like insane, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think we can beat Verina... Uh, and all those other schools, Bishop O'Connell, like, I don't know. I think we got moved up then, because I think we were 3A last year. Yeah, we were 3A last year. Western went down to, they were 4A, and they went down to 3, and now we're 4. Um, If we were, bro, if we were in 3A, it would be like. Western, <laughs> we have more kids than Western? Yeah, okay. that's crazy. If we were in 3A, bro, we would be like. The best. Like, bro, yeah, like, we would probably, like. We have the highest odds of winning state championship this year. Um, we have a high odd. It's just for I mean, even though Ron is ranked behind us, uh, they're back-to-back state champs. I'm pretty sure. So, or I know they won two in the span of three years. So I don't know if they're back-to-back, but they're really good. Yeah. So um, kind of going back. If you can remember to your JV days, who are some of your basketball inspirations growing up? You know, like on the team, or whether it be like professional, like who inspired you to, you know, like achieve all, like go to your achieve your great season, and you know, just like 
He's a great player all around. The JV, did, I mean, JV. I was only on JV for one year. I played. Oh, like, I don't know, early like basketball. Players. No, that's not. A, that's not a dang. That's like a what? Like, cause I was on freshman team freshman year. People don't know that. Um, freshman year in JV. Wait, who, so you just skipped JV? Bro, nah. I played freshman year. I played freshman team, mm-hmm. and then sophomore year I played JV. Uh. Yeah, a lot of people don't really oh, like. Yeah. You don't see a lot of people make that jump. Yeah. No. Last year. How many kids on freshman team are on, are on JV now? Zero. One. Well, Will. Will. Will was on freshman team for like a few games, and he, he but then he like started on JV. Like, he, oh no, nah, kids yeah. that were on, on freshman, on freshman. Yeah. Like, made JV. I was yeah, I was on, I was on freshman the whole season. Like freshman year, I was on freshman the whole season. I did not play JV at all. Yeah. It's a big not, jump, definitely. Yeah, it is, it's definitely yeah. a big jump. Um, but who inspired me? Like basketball players or just people in general? I mean, yeah, just like basketball players, people in general, like whoever just, you know, had a big influence on you. I want to give a shout out to AC, Adrian Crawford, um, for real. Um, because I'll tell you the story. You're looking, you're, <laughs> I see your face. Um, I'll tell you the story. It's a, it's a whole story. This is like my, like, little coming up, come up story. So, uh, this is why AC played a, a fact, like a, like a big factor in my basketball career and as me getting better as a basketball player. So, uh, eighth grade year, uh, I was very excited about playing uh, Buford basketball. I can remember this. I used to talk to AC every day about playing on a team. And AC like, yeah, man, like, can't wait to have you out there. Like, oh, yeah, like, you're going to be killing this year, right? So I go to trials. I go to day one, and I make it past day one. There's three days trials, I remember. I go to day two. I make it past day two. I go to day three. It's like 17 players, 16 players. Two kids got to get cut. I remember I got cut. And I was so hurt because I was like, man, like I was supposed to be on the Buford basketball team. You know what I'm saying? So I just remember, like, this is like something out of a movie, bro. It's like so dramatic. I remember like walking home because I didn't have a ride home. So I like walked home from Buford to like Belmont. It was like an hour walk. I walked home in the rain, <laughs> like crying because I didn't make the Buford basketball team. And I just remember AC telling me, uh, Eighth grade year, he was like, "Yeah, man, like he's like, like you're not good enough to be a Buford basketball player, and I don't think you'll ever be good enough to be a varsity basketball player at CHS." I remember her saying that to me, and I was like, "Bro, what? Like you don't like ever?" And he was like, "Yeah." So like that really just put like a mindset in me. Like that really made me so mad. So freshman year, um, I was like five five, uh, five six. Freshman year, made the freshman team. It was like mad about him. Sophomore year, I had like a little growth spurt. Grew up to like five ten, five eleven. Got a little more athletic. Right? I could jump more. Started hanging out with Aiden and uh, Luca and Reese Hagee. He plays at Miller, Division One basketball player. He's going to Air Force. Uh, I just remember I got like got shots up with them the whole summer. Sophomore year, I made JV. And Guess who was the assistant coach? Adrian Crawford. <laughs> he was the assistant coach. And I just remember um, I was like, like our JV year was mid. But, um, yeah, I just remember I was like kind of killing JV. And he was like, oh, like, maybe I was wrong about you. And I was like, he was like, I might have been wrong about you. Like, it looks like you you might play varsity basketball next year. And junior year, I just remember making varsity basketball. 
And guess who was the assistant coach on varsity basketball? AJ Crawford. Um, I remember sitting down with him, and like it turned into like a, a rival to friends thing. Uh, I just remember sitting down with him for like the first five games of the season last year, and I didn't play a dime. I didn't play a minute, none. Like I was did not touch the court for five games. And I remember I got an opportunity against Goochland, and uh, I hit like three threes. And Adrian Crawford was like, "Like, bro, you can shoot." He was like, "You have to use that to like, you have to use that to your advantage." So he just like um, encouraged me my junior year, and then midway through the year, um, I started starting. Angus Monroe got hurt, and um, I took a starting lineup, starting spot, and I just started. And um, AC was very happy for me. Um, he encouraged me. Uh, junior year to get better and to strive for strive to be a better basketball player. So yeah, I feel like um, him cutting me my eighth grade year really like um, played a role in who I am today and what kind of basketball player I am today. Because like like if I would have made that team, I probably would have been satisfied with what type of player I was, and like I probably wouldn't have played. So I like even though he did me kind of dirty, I kind of thank him. Um, for allowing me to strive for greatness. And uh, yeah, he's, he plays a big role. And then of course, Aiden. Aiden, like just getting shots up with him over the summertime really helped me be able to shoot the ball. And look at too, like just playing pickup with him. So yeah. Thank you so much, Nas. Um, thank you everybody. Um, thanks for listening and please come to the basketball game on Friday against Western. If you can't make it, try to come to a basketball game at some point. It's very fun to watch.